0: So today's a week that we have Joe's kids, my soon-to-be stepchildren, and we've been doing a week on, week off with them during this whole quarantine COVID situation, which is usually our summer schedule. And we've started doing something interesting from the very beginning of all this, which is when we have them on these weeks on Thursday evenings, we do family presentation nights. And I think that this has been such a great opportunity for the kids to start learning some presentation skills and some speaking skills and being in front of people and delivering information. And we just did our third one last night, and it's been so amazing seeing them grow. Joe and I have been really educating them on the entrepreneurship entrepreneurial business space so that, they, so that they seem to have options when they get older. Um, and to be honest, we don't even care if they go to college or university, if they have skills in order to make money in life and uh last night we were uh doing presentations and Claire my stepdaughter she did a t- uh, a presentation on TikTok about what it is uh its history and the top tiktokers and I also did a presentation on TikTok as well which has to do with basically how the algorithms work how to be seen on the platform and basically how to grow an audience So, you know, I like teaching them things that they can actually put into use because if they can grow an audience and have an online presence, they can do anything that they want in the online space. And I've been looking into TikTok, which is the up and coming platform. Now its users are about 16 to 24 years old, but over the past couple months, I've seen more and more people, you know, the old folks like me and Joe <laughs> jumping onto this platform. So I've been doing a little behind the scenes research into it because if we look at social media, there are always trends. And I see TikTok in the next year or two being the next big platform. You know, first it was in, uh Facebook and then Instagram. And now I do you see TikTok coming up? But uh, you know, today's talk is about Instagram uh, because when it comes to social media, I see so many people, business owners, struggle like, struggle to gain clients from this platform. So, today I want to go over how to use Instagram for business purposes and then also the top five mistakes I see people making when it comes to putting out content. Because I know that if you're in this boat, if you're struggling to be seen, if you're struggling to grow. An audience, if you're struggling to gain clients from Instagram, you're not necessarily doing anything that you think is wrong, right? Like when we show up and do something and take action, we do it to our best ability. And when you don't have the insight on maybe where the mistakes are or what you're doing wrong, how can you ever shift and change that? So I have been on Instagram since 2012 and I've been coaching on it since 2016. So I've been really integrated with this platform. I rarely show up on Facebook anymore. I just use it for a group uh, with our coaching programs, but my audience is on Instagram. It's where I get majority of our business aside from our email list and I've learned how to really monetize the platform through having an online presence, through growing a community. Growing relationships at a distance and ultimately bringing them into our coaching programs, and this takes strategy and it takes skill, and then it also takes you showing up as your authentic self, so that it comes across in a natural way of just growing relationship and wanting to move into the journey deeper with your ideal client. So. First off, before we get into the top five mistakes, let's talk about the Instagram platform and the features on the platform. And this is why I love Instagram so much is because of its variety in features, which means that you get to show up creating different types of content in order to build the audience and have a relationship with your followers. So the first one I want to talk about is your Instagram bio. This is such precious, precious real estate because this is like your business card. This is the first thing that someone new to your world will see and read. So before they're ever going to scroll through your feed and look at your post, they are going to read your bio. So your bio has to be very clear on what you do for your business and who you serve so that someone new who comes into your Instagram world has the option to say, yes, this person is for me or no, it's not. And what I see a lot of people doing is putting just random stuff in their bio Or all their qualifications in their bio, or, you know, like dog, mom, travel lover, personal trainer, live life to your fullest. Like, I, and I'm laughing, and you might be laughing too, because like people do this, and that does nothing to entice someone to wanna follow you. Even all of your credentials, it might make you feel good to show, like, hey, I know what I'm talking about, I'm super qualified to be able to help you. But when it comes to qualifications, qualifications, someone seeing that doesn't necessarily know the problem that you solve. So your bio needs to be your niche statement, who you serve and the problem you solve. That is what your niche statement is. So that someone coming across it can see, let's say Sandra's uh, profile that says, I help new moms gain their bodies back and learn to make themselves a priority through nutrition, lifestyle and training. That is a really clear description on who Sandra serves, the problem she solves and how she solves it. So go to your bio right now and have a look and and ask yourself, does that really entice someone to want to follow me because they know the problem that I'm going to solve? That's the first gateway to ever gaining clients on Instagram. So before we ever talk about like how to gain clients and and the mistakes that are going wrong, someone new to following you is looking at your business card, aka your bio, and deciding whether or not they want to follow you. So it needs to be super, super clear. Then we have posts. So this is what's in your feed of your bio. And that's usually the second point that someone's going to go to when they come into your Instagram world. So they're going to click on a couple different posts. And what I consider posts are, it's It's like blogging. It's your, it's your chance to write and to talk to your ideal client and to show them that you can form a relationship with them through your writing, that you can connect with them through your words, that you understand them, that they can relate to you, that you're giving helpful information. And it's it's almost like having a website with a blog. Can they go to your feed, deep dive on some content, learn some things, get to learn about you and, and that you really understand who they are and their problems and you're helping solve them through that content. So those are your posts. I think of it like a blog. If you were to sit down and write an, art, an article, like a micro mini article, how would you write that? How would you come across? How would you start it? What would the body look like? How would you finish it at the end of your writing? That is what your posts are. And I see a lot of people not even taking advantage of this opportunity to write a great caption. You know, you can write more than one, two, three sentences. Majority of the time, I am maxing out my characters for the space in a post, and I'm going back and looking how I can short form some things, turning the word turning the words and into the symbol for and, uh, and things like that so that it can maximize the space. You have 2200 characters, I believe it is, for the writing of your posts. So use as much as, as possible. Because the one thing about the Instagram algorithm is that The longer someone stays on your post, the more that post will be shown to other people. So I'm not going to go into the algorithm, but basically we want to learn how to work with the algorithm so that more people see our posts because not everybody who follows you will see your stuff. So write, 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 and and work on your writing skills. Even if you feel like you're not a good writer, start. Learn in the process. You will get better by being in action. So we have your bio, posts, and then we have stories. Stories are where you go deeper on the relationship with your followers. So someone new to your Instagram world, they're going to look at your bio and they're going to look at a couple of posts and they're going to decide whether, whether they want to follow you. They might look at your stories, but they might not. Your stories are what's going to pop up in their everyday life along the top of their general news feed. So your stories are the behind the scenes of your life, of your business. I like to consider it like your reality show of a life. It's all the unpolished stuff that you're going to put in the stories. And that is why it's going to build a deeper relationship with your followers because they get to see kind of the nitty gritty, unperfected side of you that actually makes you look like a human that's going to build their trust more. And you can put out all this micro content on a daily basis. It's gone in 24 hours. And when you're putting out really good stuff and they want to follow you and they get to know about your life and what you like, and maybe this is where they get to know about your dog or your cats or your kids or whatever it is that you want to share with them about your life, that is a space to go deeper. So leave your dogs and cats and kids out of your feed unless it's actually part of your brand. Like if you're a mom who helps other moms, Cool. Put photos of your kids in your feed, but if it's not part of your brand and your ideal client who you're wanting to attract, be really careful what what you're doing in your posts versus what you're doing in your stories. And if you were to create a reality show of your life, how would that movie look? How would that story look? That's what stories are for, is to take someone on a journey behind the scenes of your life, what you're doing, and have it be in multiple different frames. So with your frames, don't just put like a photo of your breakfast and then a photo of your dog and then here's your kids watching TV and a photo of yourself outside taking a walk and like all this kind of random stuff that your audience has to piece together for you. Use multiple different frames, meaning, you know, when you go into stories, you see an image or you see a video and the next you see an image or you see a video, those are each frames. So use multiple frames in order to tell your story because it will deepen them coming into the journey And they'll want to keep coming back because it's multiple different frames. And I think of it like a movie and the different scenes of a movie. So if if you want to get a really good idea of what the character is doing in a scene, the setting of that scene, the scene has multiple different angles and shots and viewpoints so that you can get a really good understanding of what's happening. So your stories are the exact same. Use multiple different frames in order to tell what you want to tell in that portion of your story and you'll take people deeper. Because the stories you want them to keep going from frame to frame and if it's just a bunch of like random jumbled stuff all put together that's just mishmashing all over the place you're not taking them on a journey you're not leading them from frame to frame and they're just not going to come back to your stories. So like the random content that has different topics and so forth that's for your feed but not for your stories. And then we have your IGTV. So your IGTV is like your expert zone. Get on video, my friend. If you are not on video for your business, that is... Not in my list of mistakes, but it is a massive mistake for your brand and for your online presence. Because if you're a coach wanting to work with people, guess what? You're going to be talking to your clients. You're going to be having an intimate experience with them. They need to get to understand what your speaking style is like, what your teaching style is like, understand your personality, uh, and just those unique differentiation of qualities about yourself. And this is what video does. You do not have to be perfect. You do not have to be polished. You just have to show up with your face and with your voice in order to deepen the relationship. So utilize IGTV. It's it's like, I like to think of it like YouTube, but on Instagram. So it is your expert zone. It's where you're teaching. It's where you're sh- highlighting the authority for what you know and how you can help someone. So those are the five, sorry, the four main features of Instagram. And there's also Instagram Live, but I'm not going to chat about that because it's just like Facebook Live. I'm sure you understand. Go live, chat, hit stop, and then it, it's over and it's gone within 24 hours. So go revamp your bio, make sure your posts are like the polished version of your content and it's like your mini blogging, your stories, it's your reality show, it's the behind the scenes of your life going deeper with your audience and then your IGTV is your teaching ground and your expert zone in order to show your authority for what you do. So that is how you're going to use Instagram for your business with the different features. Now, let's talk about the five common mistakes that I see people making. And number one, and let's just talk about this, you're not speaking to your ideal client. So your business is designed to solve a problem for a very specific person. And this is the first step that I see in general for business. Like, let's not even talk about marketing. Let's not even talk about Instagram here. You haven't set your business up for one specific person with one specific problem. Because when you don't do that, you don't know how to create content that's going to resonate with that person. You don't know how to create an offer that's going to solve that person's problem. And you don't know how to like integrate your entire business to just show up and serve one specific person to make it super attractive. Like your business, your marketing, how you show up, how you sell, everything that you do in your business needs to be laser focused for one specific person or else it will not grow. So same thing for your Instagram. If you haven't nailed down who your ideal client is and who your niche is, it's going to be really hard for you to create targeted content in order for someone to decide, yeah, hey, that's me. This content's for me. They're speaking directly to me. I want to follow this person. So from the first gateway, they're not even going to want to follow you if the content is not ideal for one specific person with a problem. So that's number one. Number two, I don't see people sharing enough client testimonials and social proof. So if you want business from Instagram and you want clients, you want people to reach out to you, talk to you about your services, there needs to be validity for how you can get results for people. And that's where client testimonials come in and social proof. So client testimonials through your feed and your posts and be showing like screenshots of conversations that you're having with clients emails that are coming in that can be thrown in your Instagram stories for the audience that's going deeper with you so be, be be sharing that social proof um number three yeah number three is not getting on video okay I'm throwing this into the top five and we're gonna make this a top six because I, I need to go deeper with this video if you are not getting on video, you are losing out on a lot, a lot of money because of what I just said earlier. They don't see your personality. They don't get to know who you are. They don't get to understand your teaching and your coaching style. And ultimately the trust just won't build. So people only work with you because they know, like, and trust you. And someone can know you through all the content that you're posting. Someone can like your personality, but if they don't trust that you have information, knowledge, skills, and, and abilities to be able to actually help them, never that trust just doesn't build. So video for your teaching points, video for your teaching pillars, video for the knowledge that you have, videos on the methodology that you have within your business for getting results. That is what you use the video platform for. So IGTV. Also, getting on video in your stories. Don't just let it be a ton of photos. Because like what I said about stories, people are going to want to go from frame or you should want them to want to go from frame to frame with your stories. But if you're not on video, it's not engaging. Video is engaging. People will watch more videos than they will read a post. So getting on video and I've seen this time and time again, I have had the same clients who have a relatively same business model, relatively same ideal client and the offers for those clients. And those who are getting on video and actually showing up and enhancing their online presence with showing their face and their voice through video will outsell out market the person who is not. So like my friend, we're in 2020. Social media has been around since what, like 2005, six. Like we are 15 years into the game of social media. And if you're not on video, you're massively losing the opportunity to enhance your brand and your online presence. So video, video, video. Number four, you're not commenting back on people who are commenting on your posts. So there's two reasons why you should be doing this. Number one, acknowledge the people that are commenting. Getting comments on your posts is actually one of the hardest things when it comes to social media. So you actually have someone who has intaking your content, who has decided to stop on their scroll mentality on social media and comment to you. Please, please, please acknowledge them. Those are your people. If you have people actually taking action on your post, that is so great. So comment back to them and acknowledge them so that they feel heard by you. When people feel heard by you, it brings up the trust and it deepens the relationship, which ultimately, will get you clients and business through your social media. The second reason for this is from an algorithm perspective. So when you do a post, the Instagram platform says, okay, let okay." Let me digress here. Let's say you have a thousand people following you on Instagram. When you do a post, the algorithm of Instagram will say, okay, let's show this post to 200 of Sandra's following. So it's going to show to the first, 200 that the algorithm shoots out. And then as people start liking and commenting on your post, it will maybe show to like, 300 people, and then 400 people. So the more engagement, meaning likes and comments that you are getting on your post, the more people will see your post. So if you get a comment, that is like one score point for the algorithm. If you comment back, that is another score point for the algorithm. So you, by you commenting back, not only are you deepening the relationship with a follower, you're also allowing your post to be seen by more people. All right, number five, you do not have a clear, irresistible offer. So, your service is not your offer. So, let's say you're a trainer or you're a nutritionist or you're a life coach. You can't just say, Hey, I'm a personal trainer, you know, reach out if you need my help. Hey, I'm a nutritionist, let's sit down and do an assessment. Hey, I'm a life coach, let's coach together. Your service and what you do for clients is not the offer. Your offer, is the package of the problem that you solve. So you solve a problem. People hire you to solve that problem. That is what they buy, buy into. They don't necessarily buy into your service, which is the modality in which you solve the problem. So for example, I go to Shoppers Drug Mart and I buy a razor. I don't necessarily want a razor. I don't want the hair that's on my legs. So the hair on my legs is a problem and I'm buying the razor because of my problem. So people don't want coaching. They want the problem that you solve. So always, always sell your offer, which is the problem that you solve. And that will also be very clear on how you're going to help them and the results that you're going to get them. So stop just marketing your service because no one knows exactly what you're going to do in that service. Like a personal trainer can help people with so many different things, with so many different problems. You could help someone with mobility. You could help someone uh, with strength. You can help someone build muscle. You can help someone lose fat. You can help someone just be part of a community, you know, move move good, feel good. Um, nutritionist from a nutrition standpoint, you can help people with so many different things. So clear, clear, clear on the problem you solve is your offer. Okay. Um, and I have a little bit of, bo- of a bonus here. So my four points turned into five turned into six. Yeah, that's totally happening right now. Okay. Number six, I need to get real with you and I don't want this to like hurt your feelings, but you need, you, you need to hear this. You're boring. No one is going to want to follow you and no one is going to want to engage with you and no one is going to want to work with you if your content is vanilla, right? Like no one just wants vanilla ice cream. I'm sorry. Unless maybe it's on like Apple crisp, apple crisp. I've been in like a weird stage of making apple crisp a lot, maybe because I'm in quarantine and I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I think I've made it like four times since I've been in quarantine and I've put vanilla ice cream on there. But hey, okay, let's say we're going to like Baskin Robbins. I am not choosing vanilla ice cream when I'm at Baskin Robbins. I'm going for like a mint chocolate chip, rainbow bubblegum flavor, right? So in the online space, it's like being at Baskin Robbins. There's a ton of different flavors out there. So there are a ton of different coaches coaching on maybe what you also do. So the market is saturated, but it is not a competition when you are rainbow ice cream, right? So decide to be rainbow ice cream on Instagram and not be boring vanilla. So you have to stand out like legit I want you to pretend like you are getting on stage and giving a presentation and exuding your energy into every piece of content, onto every feature that you show up on. Because when we just show up in like a monotone voice and we just talk normal, and today I'm gonna to tell you about the. Five Ways That You Are Messing Up and Making Mistakes on Instagram. And then I'm going to go a little bit deeper into that. No, 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 no. We don't talk monotone. We don't just like list facts. There has to be your personality, your energy that is coming through your content. You cannot be boring. 15 years into social media, if you are boring, you are not being seen. And I have to say that because I love you and I want you to really stand out in the online space. And you know what? That last point is going to take a completely different level of yourself. You have to be able to give up good and go for great. And giving up good and going for great can be freaking hard. It can be painful. It can be awkward. It can be scary because it might be a completely new territory for you. So if you're not used to getting on video, if you're not used to like really exuding your personality online, if you're not used to like speaking your truth and teaching, it's a new territory for you and you need to be okay in order to grow through that. One of the things, and I can definitely say that this is a strength of mine, is I am never ever afraid to, to give up good and go for great. I have done it so many times in my life and it has not been easy, but on the other side of it, it has been so incredible. So I have left two engagements. In 2008, I was engaged to a guy I was dating and then also, and I left that, sorry, in 2008. And then also in 2013, I left another engagement because like the relationship was okay but it wasn't great. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. It wasn't what I envisioned for my life. So I left it. Was it painful? Frick yeah. I broke two guys' hearts massively, but I just knew it wasn't for me. When I first started uh, competing in fitness shows, in 2010, um, my friends thought I was crazy. I did not have friends in that world. It was completely out of the element. Fitness was not all over social media like it is now. And they were like, why are you doing that? Why are you building muscle? Like, what are you doing? And I had such a such a pushback from people. And I was like, no, like, I don't want just an average body. Like, I want to go for great. I and Doing that process, like, I lost friends. I missed family events. I sacrificed good for great. Um, when I left my dental hygiene job to go full on into my fitness business, everybody thought I was flipping crazy. Online coaching in 2010, 11 era was not what it is today. And I felt that trust in myself. I felt that calling that this is what I wanted to do. So I had to step in the unknown and not know what was going to be on the other side of that. (coughs) Excuse me. And I did it anyways. Um, I had, I started network. I did some network marketing in 2015, 2016. And I didn't last very long in that world, but that is actually what sparked in me to want to do business coaching because I didn't realize that like people didn't understand the social media world and that I had some knowledge about it. And when I decided to join a network marketing company, I had a boyfriend at the time who was so upset with me that he said, "If you do this and if you join this company, then we are done." That like this this relationship will not be here. And you know what? I did it anyways. A, the relationship was kind of fizzling out and B, I really wanted to do it. I saw something for myself in it. I saw myself growing into that. I saw myself being able to be a leader and grow a team and sell a product and I did. And if I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't have followed my gut of what I wanted to do, you know, leave good for great, then I I would have never found business coaching and I probably wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you. Um, and also, like when I started my business, like there were so many sacrifices that I made from like I had a boyfriend getting mad at me while I was uh, working late at night, uh, working on my weekends on my business because I was still working my dental hygiene job. So I was trying to squeeze every minute of my spare time into growing my business. And, and this is the thing like when you step into a new ter- ter- territory, it takes a different level of you, it takes you leaving what is good in your life behind and going for great because I know that you want to have more of an online presence. You want to attract business in from a platform like Instagram. You want to have an audience. You want to be a role model. You want to inspire people to change their lives, but you're not doing it because you're comfortable with where you are in life. Like when we feel enough pain, we will move forward. We will change. And, and this is where I see a lot of people where their business is like, okay, yeah, they want something more. Yeah, maybe they want to be an online coach, but the pain isn't big enough in order to make you move forward and actually step into an uncomfortable zone. Like you have to be willing to not know what's on the other side of you showing up in a different way, of you making different decisions, of you deciding to like say, okay, this is good in this area of my life, but... I think there is more. I deserve more. I want great in my life. I want to be a great person who shows up on Instagram. I want to be great on video. I want to be great with my writing. I want to be great with my Instagram stories. I want to be great with marketing. I want to be great with growing an audience and relationships online. You have to be willing to do that and get into the action and not knowing what is on the other side of that or who you will develop into or else you're never going to take the action. And that's what really growing an online presence and magnetizing people into your business is all about. I can give you how-tos. I can list off all those mistakes that I just said. But until you decide to show up differently, you'll never have a different result. And I hope that that really kind of hits home with you because I teach a lot of how-tos to people. Like, Go back and listen to this podcast. Like There are so many action steps for you to take, but you need to decide that you are going to show up differently and that that is going to take a different level of you. And this is why I created the School of Influence because I have created many different courses on how-to's. And I have had a lot of success with clients, but I've seen a common denominator with people that they don't really know how to step into that role model. They don't really know how to increase their confidence. They don't really know how to show up for their ideal client. Not just from like, here are the talking points for your ideal client, but like, how do you make your ideal client fall in love with you, to be attracted to you, to want to come back to your your content again and again, to want you to be the only one that they want to work with? That is what the school of influence is all about. And that is what influence is. It is your ability to show up, magnetize people in and be so powerful that you spark and evoke a change in them. And that is why I created the school of influence because that is what I am going to teach is your actual presence and coach you through that and give you that reassurance that when you're in action, that you're moving towards the right direction. Because I know, like, I wish I had someone in the process of telling me I was on the right track because I'm okay with getting into action, but there are so many times where I get in my head and I'm like, oh, like, should I be saying this? Like, am I showing up right? Like, does this even make sense? Like, am I looking foolish? And I never had that reassurance. And, you know, it's taken me really being online and showing up for 11 years to grow such a deep confidence within myself with what I'm doing. Now, I, I still have moments, trust me, um, but having that coach and that reassurance would have expedited the process so much further. And that is what I want to do for you in the School of Influence. Uh, We have applications still open until May 14th and we're starting on May 18th. So depending on when you're listening to this, um, applications are open right now as this is going live. And if it's not live and School of Influence sounds like it's something that you might want to look into, or if you want to apply right now, go check out onlineinfluenceschool.com online You can learn about it. You can see the application and you can see like, Hey, is this something that I really want to work on? And one of the things I'm having in conversations because it is application based and and not everybody is ideal for this program. So I want to make sure that you are, is I'm saying, you know, are you ready to really do the work because you can want something, but if you're not willing to get out of your comfort zone and, and be in messy action, be in messy action where you don't feel ready, is how you get ready and actually feel ready on the other side. And that's something that I that comes up in conversations because I want to make sure that those of you who are really coming into this are are ready to take that massive massive, you know, messy action. You're ready to get out of your comfort zone. You're ready to step into a different level of yourself and grow and learn in that process. And that is what the School of Influence is all about, my friend. So onlineinfluenceschool.com. If that sounds like something that you want to check out, I hope you really enjoyed this episode uh, with learning about the different features on the platform of Instagram and maybe some of the mistakes that you might be making. So go open up your Instagram right now and do an audit of everything that I just said there. And if you're doing, if you're making some of those mistakes, start correcting them. Like. I'm someone who, if I learn something and I don't take action on it to make my life or my business better, then it's only on me of why I am stuck with where I am. So take action with what I said there, my friend, and I promise you it will come back to you tenfold. All right. Awesome. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode